Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsayed Lee. The goal of the Jesus Witch Podcast is not to be evangelical or theological, but to simply discuss the ways to incorporate Jesus into your witchery practice that shines a light on his truth, his love, and his message of oneness. I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, so don't forget to subscribe to the show and also rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee. You can find me on Instagram at Lena the Jesus Witch, or you can find the podcast page on Instagram at the Jesus Witch Pod. Um, Today, we are here to talk about the boundaries that I hold as a Jesus or Christian witch. If you did not listen to the first episode of this podcast where I told you a little bit more about me and what being a Jesus witch means to me, go and listen to that before you jump into this episode. Um, Because in that episode, I really lay down the foundations for this podcast. This is not meant to be a theological podcast. This is not meant to tell you what to do. I'm simply sharing my experience with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit, the way that they have led me in my practice and the specific boundaries that I hold because of the teachings that Jesus has personally given to me. So today I have three specific boundaries that I'm going to share with you and tell you why I hold these boundaries and any Bible verses that can support these specific boundaries. But before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting app to be alerted when we have new episodes. Also, if you'd like to help support the show um, and help me raise enough money in order to get an actual microphone, I'm currently recording this episode on a dollar store pair of headphones which is why the sound quality is um, just so fantastic. (laughs) But I'm currently saving up to get a blue snowball microphone. So I'm going to need about $70 for that. So if you would like to donate to the show and help us get a legit microphone, you can visit the paypal.me link that is in the show notes page. All verses and any scripture and things that are referenced in today's episode will also be in the show notes page. But without any further ado, let's jump into our conversation and talk about the boundaries that I hold as a Jesus-loving witch. So the first boundary that I personally hold as a Jesus witch, I feel like this one is really straightforward um, and it comes straight out of the Ten Commandments. But the boundary that I hold is that I do not serve any other gods besides Yahweh, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, Asherah, whatever name that I give to the Trinity. I am only working and working worshiping those um, entities. I also do work with other biblical biblical figures. So we'll talk about that in a deities episode. Um, but the most important thing, the most important thing to note is that I hold no other gods besides Yahweh. I, While I may believe that other gods exist and that they have a purpose and a function um, in the divine realm and in spirituality and even in, in today's society, I do believe that Yahweh is the creator God. I believe that he is almighty and that he is the source. I believe he is the beginning, the middle, and the end. So I feel that it's important to work with him and worship him um, and not put other gods before him because one he has very explicitly asked us to not put other gods before him and we'll get into the bible verses of that in a minute but the other reason that I don't 
feel like I should be putting other gods before God or even working with other gods along with Yahweh. Like I know of some Christian witches who work with like Hades or who will work with Odin or other um, deities from different pantheons. I personally don't do that because um, one, I don't really see the point, honestly. If I'm working with the source, the true source, why do I need another God's opinion kind of thing and I also don't want to be disrespectful to the covenant that I have made with Yahweh and that's just my own personal conviction that I hold with him there are several verses throughout the Bible about not serving any other gods but I picked two that I really really liked um, and then I also have in the show notes page a link to a whole blog post that has like a bunch of verses about not serving other gods and why this is so important to Yahweh. Um, so the first verse that I'm going to share with you is 2 Kings 17.35, which states, With whom the Lord made a covenant and commanded them, saying, You shall not fear other gods, nor bow down yourselves to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice to them. I feel like this is a very direct message, um, and I really like how it brings in the healthy fear of the Lord. Like, you know, Yahweh created everything, and he can, like, destroy anything. That's kind of like, whoa, he's got, like, some serious power, and it needs to be respected and healthily feared. Um, fear of the Lord is another episode that I want to do, and I'm going to write it in my notes, like, right now. But, um you know, it's very specific here. Don't fear any other gods. Don't bow down to them. Don't make sacrifices to them and don't serve them. I think this is just a very cut and dry verse from Yahweh. Um, and it's very clear about his intention for his followers. So that's the first verse that I have about not serving any other gods besides Yahweh. The second one comes right out of Deuteronomy. And the verse here is Deuteronomy 5 verse 7. And it says, you shall have no other gods before me. Very straightforward. Yahweh is just asking, hey, dude, don't have any other gods before me. Like that's really, really, really important to Yahweh. And I feel like if you're if you want to be a Christian witch or you want to be like a Jesus witch or a like more biblically centered witch, having Yahweh as your one and only like main patron and main deity is really important and not getting out of the biblical um, pantheon. And we could talk about other deities to work with besides just Yahweh, the Holy Spirit and Jesus. I personally use the name Asherah for the Holy Spirit. And we'll talk about that when we talk about the divine feminine. Um, but there's also like people to work with from the Bible, like Lilith and Eve and Esther and uh, Ruth. And, you know, like the, the, the apostles, you could work with Matthew, you could work with John um, and get their essence. So it's the Bible has such an extensive pantheon of people and of like saints and, you know, like these people who are really on fire for God for us to work with that I personally don't see the need to seek outside of the Bible for a deity or for a spiritual entity to work with. The next major boundary that I hold as a Jesus witch, Christian witch, whatever you want to fill in there. Um, I just personally like using a witch who loves Jesus. But my next main boundary that I hold is I do not curse or hex people. Um, so firstly, Jesus talks about loving our neighbors and forgiving those who hurt us and forgiving those who sin against us. And I feel like cursing or hexing somebody who has done you wrong is kind of counterintuitive to that message of forgiveness. If we are being called to be apart from the world and 
handle our situations differently than the world by having radical forgiveness and radical love for people who do like the shittiest of things to us then I think we're, we should, we're not supposed to hex people. And that kind of sucks sometimes because sometimes hexing just seems like the best way um, to handle a situation. Trust me, like even as somebody who holds this really firm boundary of not hexing, the temptation is there. Like when somebody really hurts me or hurts my kids or um, does something really harmful, I get tempted. I'm a normal human. You know, I'm not sitting here on a pedestal. And this is a more challenging boundary, I feel like to hold, especially if you're a Scorpio rising like me. Um, <laughs> but I feel like it's a little bit more of a challenging boundary to hold. But it's a really, I feel like it's a really important one because, again, just refusing to hex or curse people really displays the love and the forgiveness of Christ. It says in the Bible to not just forgive seven times, but 77 times. So forgiveness is something that we're always being called to do and always being called to work on. And I know, trust me, I know forgiveness is a really, really, really challenging thing to give to somebody. But the, at the end of the day, Forgiveness is more for you and for your soul than for the other person. Because once you truly forgive, once you're truly able to let go of that bitter root that's growing inside of you, the weight that is lifted off of your shoulders, you just feel so light, like you could float up into a cloud. Like it's a really beautiful experience to radically forgive somebody in the way that you have been radically forgiven by the Father. Um, so I do have a few Bible verses about hexing and cursing. Um, so the one, the first one is, is pretty straightforward straightforward and I um, this is the one that really solidified this boundary within me the verse that we're looking at here is Matthew 5 22 which states but I say if you're even angry with someone you are subjected to, to judgment if you call someone an idiot you are in danger of being brought before the court and if you curse someone you are in danger of the fires of hell so hell is something we'll talk a little bit more about in a future episode um, because I don't necessarily believe in it. However, I think what Jesus is describing here is just a really, really, really stark wake-up call. Like, do not curse people. I know that the original intention of this verse was to talk about cursing people with your mouth. Like, you know, like cursing somebody out or, you know, gossiping about somebody behind their back and um, sending hate their way. But at the end of the day, our words and the way that we speak are spells. What makes humans unique from all other animals is the fact that we have such a different way to communicate through language, through words, through writing, through reading, um, which is different from all other species. So we need to be really mindful with our words. Our words can be used to build somebody up or to destroy them. And in the same way, our intentions and the spell work that we throw at other people can be used to build them up or destroy them. Um, one of my biggest pieces of advice is when you feel the need to hex somebody light a white candle with the intention of blessing them the best revenge you could possibly get onto somebody else is sending love light and positivity their way when you rise above that vibration of hate of bitterness of jealousy of you know strife of conflict when you rise above that and send love and patience and healing instead that's like pure magic. That's the like, I, I don't know. I personally feel like as a Jesus witch, that's the point. The point is to add more 
patience and more beauty and more love and more joy in the world, not to add to the hate that's here. Um, there's so, 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 so much hate in our world and in today's society. Um, and from everywhere, from everywhere, from all sides, from Christians, from people who call themselves Christians, but, you know, deny others access the right to God um, because of the, what the, what's between their legs or who they love or what this, that, and the third. Like, there's so many excuses that people use to per perpetuate hate and fear onto others. So us as Jesus witches, I feel like our mission, our job, our goal, the way that we're going to radicalize the church and the movement of Jesus Christ is through love. And by saying that this cycle of hate, this generational curse of hate and inequality quality and unacceptance through the church ends with us and the way that that starts is by not cursing and not hexing people because think about it the reason that people are afraid of witches is because they're afraid that they're going to cast a spell on them and you know curse them and ruin their lives so if we're being ambassadors of christ a person who genuinely wanted to make the lives of every single person on this planet better we're being his ambassadors then our job is to show others that same love that he shows us i have one more verse to talk about with not cursing or hexing people i don't think this is a direct verse that says don't curse or hex people but the words of it are really powerful and i wanted to share it in this part of the podcast so the verse comes out of deuteronomy it is Deuteronomy 30 verses 19 and 20, which says, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may, le may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice and holding fast to him. For he is your life and length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give to them. I really love this verse. I think it is so beautiful, um, and it just shows us that we have a choice as followers of Christ. We can choose to ambassador him and ambassador his message in love, or we can choose to contribute to the hate and to the fear that is like rampant throughout the church. Um, so I really like this verse because it's a good example for me and a good reminder that I am here to choose heaven. I am here to choose the light. I am here to choose loving the Lord, my God, and teaching my children to love him as well. Um, so I really like that verse and I hope that was helpful for you as well. But that is why I do not curse or hex people. And now a quick break to talk about a few ways that you can help to support our show. I absolutely love Christian witchery, reading the Bible through open eyes and connecting to Christ on a more metaphysical level. My passion for him and sharing his truth is a huge reason why I started this podcast. But if this podcast isn't enough, your soul is hungry for more, and you want to dive deeper into your craft with Christ, I offer Christian witch coaching sessions so that I can help you on your journey to Christ. During our sessions together, I would help you to create biblically based spells, deconstruct parts of the Bible, and search for Christ's truth that he is speaking directly to you. I charge $45 for 30 minutes or $80 for 60 minutes with discounts when you book in bulk. Click the link in the show notes page to learn more about this service. Another service that I offer is birth chart readings. I absolutely love astrology. I love helping people dive into their chart and work with planetary placements that may be a little bit more challenging for them and learn how to step into the best version of yourself with guidance from the stars. 
birth chart reading with me is done over Zoom and it includes affirmations for each one of the planetary placements that we discuss and suggestions to help you work with them. Oily Happy Mail intuitively created based on your birth chart, personalized notes about your specific birth chart, and an option to receive a recording of the call. I also offer astro parenting coaching calls to help you understand your kiddo's birth chart, where we discuss ways for you to connect with your child on a soul level and how to set them up for success based on their planetary placements. To learn more about the readings that I offer and pricings for each, click the link in the show notes page. In my personal witchery practice, essential oils are the main tool that I use for my spell work. I specifically use Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed-to-seed promise. This promise ensures to me that the oils that I'm getting are not only pure, but sourced in a way that protects the earth and keeps the energetic frequency of the oils high. Another really awesome thing about Young Living is the community that we've created through oils. Our Young Living tribe is called the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Co in this name stands for community because we're all about creating community with like-minded souls looking to better themselves and deepen their journeys into spirituality. Each month, our community hosts a full moon circle, a new moon circle, classes over Zoom and through text message to help you learn unique and different ways to use your oils. As a member of the Sun and Moon Oily Co, you also get access to whenever we do exclusive classes or Zoom calls that are meant for our community specifically. If the Sun and Moon Oily Co sounds like a community that you want to be a part of, click the MyYL link in the show notes page to check out some of my favorite oils Or there's also a link in the show notes page to book a free 10-minute consultation with me to discuss your specific needs so I can create a custom oil blend just for you. Speaking of essential oils, I also offer pre-made and pre-charged spell oil blends for you to work into your magic practice over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co. shop. Click the link in our show notes page to check that out as well. Last but not least, you can always contribute to our show by making a one-time donation over on paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and now let's get back to our show so finally the third boundary that i hold as a christian witch i do not do spells that impede on the free will of others i feel like free will is something that's very widely debated throughout theological discussions in different churches Um, i personally believe in free will and predestination i think that we're predestined to have millions upon millions upon millions of different timelines and paths Um, but we have the free will and the choice to keep making choices that land us into the best timeline, into the best version of ourselves. So I personally don't believe in doing spells that will inhibit somebody from making choices that will help land them on their highest timeline um, or that manipulate a situation so that it has the outcome that I want it to have um, and not the outcome that's best for the highest version of everybody involved in the situation. This is a conviction that I personally have because I feel like if we do spells that impede on the free will of others, we are basically just trying to play God. And that's not what I'm trying to do with my spell work. With my spell work, I'm really trying to help people find Jesus' love. I'm helping. I'm trying to help people find abundance and create abundance um, and send blessings other people's way. Um, so I want to make sure that every spell that I do really has that intention. So I don't think that there's anything wrong. Like let's say you know your friend is going up for a... Um, 
promotion in their job. I don't think there's anything wrong with like shaking your money jar or lighting a green candle with the intention of helping to bring abundance into their life. But I do think that there is something wrong with like doing specific spell work in order to make them get that job. Um, can you do spell work to make them look more favorable? Yes, because you're not inhibiting the free will of the person who's hiring, right? You're not making the person that's hiring hire your friend. But if you're doing a spell where you're going to guarantee that your friend gets that job, you're taking the free will away of the person who's hiring. And how do you know that if you take the free will of them away and you, you make sure your will gets done, how do you know that the outcome that you wanted of this situation would serve everybody's highest good that's involved? Um, so I think it's really important to be mindful of that. I think there's a difference. Like, let's say I do love spells with my husband all the time. We do like sex magic. We do um, stuff with our tarot cards and, you know, really create a stronger bond with us. But that's consensual. He's participating in that spell with me. He is fully aware of the fact that having sex with me on a full moon is going to bond souls together and create further soul ties like he wants to do that that's permissible but if you're doing something that um takes away the choice and takes away the free will of another person i personally do not think that is permissible so i have two bible verses that i want to share that kind of relate to this topic of not impeding on the free will of others so the first one is proverbs 16 9 which says the heart of man plans its way but the lord establishes his steps this to me means that as humans we may have a specific way that we want a situation to go but at the end of the day if it doesn't serve our highest good and it doesn't go for the glory of god that's not going to happen. He's going to make sure that whatever we need to encounter to become the best versions of ourselves, that if we need to encounter certain things, we're going to encounter them. Um, and the other verse that I have is Galatians 5.13, which says, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. I use this verse to relate to not um, doing spells that impede on the free will of others because it's very clear that our freedom is not an opportunity of the flesh and making sure that our will gets done and that we get everything that we want to happen in every situation we want to happen, that's very selfish. And selfishness is something of the flesh. But instead, we need to use this freedom, this love, and this magic that we have found through Christ in order to lift one another up to send blessings and positivity and abundance towards our enemies and to serve one another and to really, really help one another. One of my favorite offerings for God, um, and this is like great if you're a broke witch. So one of my favorite offerings for God is to just simply pray for other people, people who need it. I like to pray for first responders. I pray for homelessness, um, people who are experiencing homelessness. I pray for people who are being oppressed in our country. Um, and I pray for healing through the church so that the church really learns the radical love that Christ has. Um, I also will do spell work and, you know, light candles and offer my candles and, and my energy to the collective. And that's a really great way to 
just energetically allow God's will to be done through you and to also send this beautiful offering up to him to show him that you love and you care about his world and you care about seeing his will um, go through the, wor the world. So that was a little bit of a tangent, but um, I thought it was important to add. So those are the three main boundaries that I hold as a Jesus witch. I do not serve any other gods besides Yahweh. I do not curse or hex people and I do not do spells that impede on the free will of others. If you have any questions about my boundaries um, or any questions about being a Jesus witch in general, I would love if you sent them to our Instagram page, which is the Jesus Witch Pod, or you can send them to our email and that address will be in the show notes page that's down below. You can also find me on Instagram at Lena the Jesus Witch. Um, I would love to connect with you on there. So if you just want to chat, I love sending audio messages. So if you DM me, uh, most likely you'll get an audio message back. If you want to help support this podcast and donate so that we'll be able to get a new microphone so that you can have better quality episodes, just visit paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch podcast and there will be instructions to donate there. Now it's time for my favorite part of the podcast, our verse of the day. Today we're looking at Matthew 5 verses 14 through 16, which says, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. I hope you love that verse as much as I do. Thank you so much for spending time with me here today to learn a little bit more about Jesus and the witchy side of things. Um, I cannot wait to see you next week. And don't forget to like subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app so you can be alerted when new episodes come. But anyway, I will see you next week. Bye.